Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello posters and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 31st of July of the year 2020. We've got through another month, friends. And in 1703, on this date in history, Daniel Defoe was placed in a pillory for the crime of seditious libel after publishing a political satirical pamphlet, but was pelted with flowers instead of rotten fruit and eggs and so on and so forth. If only I were pelted with flowers for my pioneering satirical work. And in 1809, on this date, the first practical U.S. railroad track was opened in Philadelphia. It was a wooden railroad track for horse-drawn cars, which is less a railroad than just horses that can't go anywhere. Your guest today on the podcast is fan favorite and space lawyer, Anivab Pal. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Hello, Alice. And you're coming to me from the middle of a, of a space capsule that's currently being operated on. You got trapped in this space capsule on landing and there's some people trying to hammer you out. Is that what's happening? That's that's correct. I've basically um, been sent into space with some construction laborers, and it's a spacecraft that was made very cheaply in the Indian city of Hyderabad. So they, they said, if stuff falls out, we're giving you some labor who are going to be working on it. So if you hear any construction noise, that's just basically the back of my ship being repaired. Um, if, if, it's any, if it's any consolation, this is the cheapest mission ever sent to Mars. It costs about 4,000 rupees, <laughs> which is uh, about the cost of a tub of Baskin Robbins. So I think it's, it's, uh, it's an achievement. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you're still uh, alive there in the vast vacuum of space. Coming up today, we'll be getting an extraterrestrial update as our top story from our space lawyer pal. But first, some headlines of stories that we don't have time for. And in the news today, octopus people boy band Octorection out of New New Zealand is currently performing a socially distanced world tour to people on boats offshore with wild Beatles mania style fandom emerging. The fandom is being called Octomania and teenagers are fainting as they pass, demanding more and more access to the members of the can it be called a boy band? Octoband? What do you call an adolescent octopus? Parents fear the impact this will have on their children's well-being, with father of Octofan Genevieve Smith saying, I wish it was just punk or heavy metal. This tentacle craze has gone too far. The other day I saw Genevieve trying to staple tentacles to her crop top. It's disgusting. Anavab, have you listened to any of the uh, Octorection music yet? No, but the, the name of the band sounds fantastic. Um, I'm not so sure this is the first thing I want to do after five months of lockdown for my mental health. But I'm glad other people do. (laughs) 
In the US, a new city has been established on the west coast of the United States for people who don't want to wear masks because of freedom. The new town will be called Freedonymia and will allow anyone fleeing persecution by businesses or hospitals that don't want them breathing to settle there. The new town is currently fairly empty but is expecting an influx of anti-mask refugees and has preemptively equipped itself with 40 for-profit coronavirus wards in its single hospital. Donald Trump is expected to hold a rally there the moment some people arrive. That's all the time we have for the headlines that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because you can't be what you can't buy. Do you find times when you're not using your brain? Oh, 24-7, yeah. And other times when you wish you had more brain to use? All the time. Join Mindshare, the sinister hive mind that lets you join with more than a thousand other Mindshare minds to combine your brain power when you need it in exchange for subsuming your individuality into a united entity when you don't. Mindshare. Don't think about it. We'll think about it for you. This, this is a fantastic thing. Can, can I use this right now? I mean, I have a script to write. And I, I really don't have anything in my head that will produce a script. So if I... <laughs> yeah, no, well, you get a thousand brains working on the same project as long as, you know, they don't need their brain. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a timeshare vacation thing or when you have solar panels on the roof and sometimes you pay energy back into the grid and then you can use it later for cheaper. It's a great, great system. All you need to be is it's not a person anymore. Sometimes you're eating nuts or berries like the earliest human and then you come across a nut that's shit. It's just an awful nut that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. If you want to get a bad taste out of your mouth, try half a glass of water. Half a glass of water, the solution to a bad nut. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And that's your ads for today. The Last Post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, extraterrestrial news. And of pal, you're extraterrestrial right now. Tell us what's happening in the world of not the world. Alice, you know, extraterrestrial news sometimes also carries with it extraterrestrial values. Um, <laughs> now, uh, in, on planet Earth, apparently there is a value system that suggests two people fall in love and then they get married or settled or, or you know, are together in extraterrestrial values which you know i possess and um uh, some of it is very influenced by ancient indian culture which uh, has sort of merged with extraterrestrial values there's a value system where you don't need to fall in love but two people Mm -hmm. can have an arranged marriage this seems to be very popular on two places india and not earth (laughs) and uh so so in other places where I am right now, Mars, yes, um, but and India. I now, like the fact that when they call it an arranged marriage, they never say whether it's a well-arranged or badly arranged marriage. Exactly, exactly, and and that is that is exactly the thing that the streamer Netflix is exploring through a new series called Indian Matchmaking. Was it indeed well arranged, badly arranged? <laughs> How is it arranged? What is an arrangement? So this show has driven most of the universe, uh, other than 
the earth crazy and India. So a billion people and everything in space are going crazy about it. The rest of the world <laughs> believes in love. We're not interested in those people. Go to hell. Now, mm-hmm. Indians are big into matchmaking. Indian matchmaking is a crazy on Netflix. The, the basic thing is the show is about a matchmaker who brings together young Indian couples from around the world and I specifically want to talk about a very specific extraterrestrial value. There's a young lady in Houston. She's 34. She's a lawyer. She's looking for a man. And she said the following things on the show. The matchmaker put her in touch with the man, and she was reading out the man's credentials. And the matchmaker says, would you like to meet this man? He has a sense of humor. And she said, no, I hate comedy. <laughs> And for some reason, I really respect that. I've been in this profession a long time, and I think I understand where she's coming from. She said, I don't like anyone. I've gone out with the quote-unquote funny guys, and what they thought was funny, I didn't think was funny, and I couldn't understand why everyone around me was laughing. So again, very good values, extra trash. And the second thing she said is, I, um, she said, any other deal breakers before you go on this date that I've match made for you? Asked the matchmaker. And she said, yes. He must know about Bolivian salt flats because that's where I want to travel to <laughs> next. And I just want to know, as a terrestrial person, you, Alice, with, with your terrestrial values, which perhaps include love, I'm assuming, and not arranged situations, would this on planet Earth be a deal breaker for men and women getting together, having a sense of humor and knowing or not knowing about Bolivian salt flats? Well, it sort of depends I, if those are the only two re- prerequisites for her to feel that she is well matched with someone. I'm sure that there is a humorless salt flats expert somewhere in the world that would be her perfect match, uh, whether you won't wonder about things like age or uh, other compatibilities, then that might become a little bit more complex if you know you want them to be you know, a nice human being or s- smell okay or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know how far she got with those other petty concerns about compatibility, love, stability. Hers was very specific. Humor and Brazil, Bolivian no. salt. Humor, yeah. no. Bolivian yeah. salt, yes. But not, yes. not raised Bolivian salt. Flat Bolivian salt. <laughs> it has not to undulating be... Bolivian salt. No, no, no. It has to be the specific part of the Bolivian salt plain that is a plain and not a plateau or a... <laughs> it's flat. <laughs> and so, yeah, she was asked, what about compatibility or financial stability or indeed caring and tenderness? And she said, those are secondary. <laughs> secondary to Bolivian salt flat. Indeed, I feel like indeed. Bolivian salt flats could be something that you, you all you would need is a, a willingness to learn about Bolivian salt flats as a prerequisite rather than pre-existing knowledge of the Bolivian salt flats. For all you know, it could be a Bolivian salt flats expert who just never wants to go to the Bolivian salt flats again after spending 30 years flattening salt or whatever it is that people do. So this is, this is indeed the conundrum because she says, I'm 34, I don't have time to teach him about Bolivian salt flats. But I I already had uh, tickets before the pandemic to travel there. I'm going there. So I need enough knowledge to be presented on the first date. 
about this proposed <laughs> trip and then I will gauge other things like whether he's handsome or nice or whatever. Those are secondary. But hers was, was a specific trip. Now, the only conundrum with your guy that you're presenting, your terrestrial value system, is he's been there and it's turned him and he may not want to go there again. So she would probably reject him <laughs> because oh, he would refuse to go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and non-Alice person, that's you today, Anavab. Knowing your fondness for stupid letters, I would like to offer up the stupidest of letters, which is, of course, the Q. It's needy, always wanting a U to go with it as if it can't stand up on its own. What sort of letter needs another letter to work? A stupid one. Yours stupidly, Mr. Q. Annabelle, have you got anything to say to this? Well, you know, Alice, as you know, uh, you and I are both fans of, you know, the empire period in history. And I've been reading a book Mm. called Anarchy about the British Empire in India. And there was a, a feud going on between an Indian Maharaja and a British governor general. And the emperor wrote to the governor general saying, sir, I have received your letter. And the governor general wrote back (laughs) saying, writing a letter saying, sir, this is a letter. What I had sent you earlier was a note. Please note the difference between a letter (laughs) and a note. And and from the thing, I, I couldn't discern any difference, but I think that they are significantly different. I think a note is shorter. I have no idea. But anyway... It led to warfare, so it can get dangerous if a letter is not a letter. I mean, that is a very good answer to this incredibly stupid letter. Why would you send me a letter like this? I have no preference when it comes to the letters of the alphabet. I understand that you've done like a deliberate misunderstanding of when I'm talking about letters, written letters compared to letters, letters from the alphabet. That's a a hilarious pun, but it's also just so stupid. (laughs) Remember, you too can send a stupid letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year, and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr. Anavab Pal. Anavab, have you got anything to plug? Well, here in India, we do a podcast called Our Last Week um, with um, my friend Bollywood actor Kunal Rai Kapoor in which every week we ask uh, guests and friends to send us conundrums they may have had and uh, we are awaiting a conundrum from one Alice Fraser Uh, she's the host of a podcast called The Last Post and a frequent (laughs) podcast on the Bugle podcast and we our conundrum is uh, we haven't got a conundrum from her and so I was going to send her a strongly worded letter (laughs) not a mildly worded note start with the mildly worded note and then follow with the strongly worded letter done The Last Post is a something else Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production I am Alice Fraser find me online at at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram that's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind the scenes look at my glamorous life my specials The Resistance and Savage are both available on Amazon Prime the executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner his adoring and dazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter as they and we always say Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. (laughs) 